It's certainly a blessing to be in the Lord's house this morning. Boy, I appreciate everybody cheer. It just looks so good. Look out and see everybody. Uh, man, we got a lot of visitors and uh, we got uh, folks that's been sick that's come back. And folks that's been gone, some to Florida and come back. And got some family with us this morning. And uh, Boy, I'm telling you, it's just what a blessing. And uh, whoever you are, we're glad you're here this morning. And uh, it's God's blessing that we're all able to be here this morning. And I thank God for everyone that's here that's taken an opportunity and put forth the effort to come. Uh, what a blessing. I mean, it just, my heart's just uh, overwhelmed and running over this morning. I have a, a verse that I like to read that Jesus spoke uh, in uh, the 11th chapter of the book of Luke and uh, the ninth verse. And this is, this is Jesus speaking. I want you to listen to what he said. And I say unto you, ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Boy, that ought to stir your heart this morning. And what a blessing that we've got a God like we've got. Let's all stand for a moment of prayer as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you for the beautiful sunshiny day. God, thank you for your Holy Spirit that we felt this morning. Uh, God uh, felt it all through Sunday school. And God uh, felt it even as we fellowshiped and visited before Sunday school and between Sunday school and, and church taking up. And God, even as we uh, looked and saw people coming in, God, you, you stirred our heart. And God, in our hearts, we said, thank you, God, that these people are here. And God, uh, some folks that I've got great burden for. And thank you, God, that you've given me that burden. I know, God, I know when you burden our hearts that you're, you're dealing with people and you're interested in them and you're talking to them. And I praise you today for that, God. Lord, we ask you to bless this service and help it. Uh, God, help us to have a great, powerful time of worship uh, this morning. Uh, God, just bless your will to be done in this service. And God, help us to follow you. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. And amen. You may be seated and we'll turn over uh, to Brother Taylor and the choir.
161. 161.
Praise the Lord. Boy, powerful singing, powerful spirit. Uh, great time to be in the house of the Lord. I appreciate what I feel in my soul. And again, I'm glad to have everybody. Appreciate you being here. Uh, usually now we ask folks to stand up and we ask folks if they got an unspoken request and we ask for spoken prayer requests. I can't do that this morning. Uh, God give me a great sense of urgency. Uh, I'd planned on asking Brother Russ to open up for me, and I like it when he opens up. He does a good job, and I, I appreciate him. He preached the other night and done a good job. But God said, you need to get up, and you need to just go ahead and preach. I'm not going to ask for a special song. Boy, I love special singing. Uh, but I've got to, and, and I'm telling you, the choir singing just blessed my soul. And let me tell you the, the text or subject that's on my heart I need to preach about this morning. Where are you on your journey? And uh, boy, how that last song fit that. My goodness. One of these days, my journey here is going to end. I'm going to a better country. I'm glad to be on the road for glory land. I want to read out of the 11th chapter of the book of Luke, if you'd like to read with me. I'm going to read the first verse, and we'll drop down and read uh, starting from the fifth verse. I want you to pray. And listen, uh, the altar's open. I know we have kind of a, a pattern we go through, but I've already broke a lot of that pattern this morning. But I want you to understand, you don't have to wait till I get through preaching to come to the altar. And you don't have to wait for an invitation song to come to the altar. You don't have to wait for me to say, I'm going to offer an invitation. And, and I do that. I'm going to give an invitation. I'm going to sing an invitation song. And you all know what I mean. Uh, but we also know that God's the one that gives a real invitation. And when God gives an invitation, I'm telling you what, that's the time we better move. And so, and here in the 11th chapter of the book of Luke, and, uh, and it came, first, verse 1, it came to pass that as he, and that was Jesus, was praying in a certain place when he ceased, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. And then I want to drop down to verse 5. And he said unto them, and he gives them an illustration here, and there's three characters in this story that Jesus gives. I'll just give you, I just titled them with my words, my titles. Uh, one, the first uh, character in the title is the friend with bread. The man that has the bread, that the friend with bread. That's the first one. The second one is the one who asks or the one who prays. Jesus was teaching them about praying. The second person is the one who prays. The third person is the person on a journey, uh, the traveler that's hungry, the person on a journey that's hungry that needs the bread uh, to keep him alive. Now, so you pray real hard. And so Jesus said, and now Jesus asked a question, uh, and down uh, starting in verse 5 and down through verse 7 is a question, uh, but then uh, Jesus uh, in verse 8, he gives the right answer to the question. Boy, I'm, I'm glad that that's like that. And, I, and I, I can't name everybody that God just put on my heart. I want to recognize, I'm glad we got the Waldrop family with us back here. Uh, God put that on my heart, and I like to recognize folks when I can. But listen, listen to what he said here. Now I'm going to come down close to you when I read. And he said to them, which of you shall have a friend and shall go to him at midnight and say unto him, friend, lend me three loaves. And here's the reason. For a friend of mine in his journey has come to me and I have nothing to set before him. I can't give you that bread on my own. We can't give that living bread, but praise God, we know somebody's got it. But I need to read more before I get started. He said, uh, listen, let me start again. Which of you shall have a friend and shall go to him at midnight? 
see in the darkness and saying to him, friend, lend me three loaves for a friend of mine in his journey has come to me and I have nothing set before him. And, and he from within shall answer and say, trouble me not. The door is now shut and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. Wouldn't that be awful? Isn't that an awful sounding uh, thing? Well, that's not the way it is. Uh, Jesus is saying, which one of you would have that happen? But then he goes on and said, here's the real way it is. This is what happens. He said, I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him because he's his friend, yet because of his importunity. Importunity means an urgent, persistent request. Well, that's people that's praying and praying and praying. And I, we've got some folks around here that's been praying. If we wouldn't have, uh, Brother Ronnie, we wouldn't have all the conviction we've got and all the power of the Holy Spirit that we've got, that God's been blessing us. We wouldn't be seeing these people get saved that's been getting saved. I, I wouldn't have this sense of urgency. I, I don't know if I've ever, uh, Linda Brock, I don't know if, I, if I've ever felt a greater sense of urgency for people than I feel this morning. And I appreciate God giving me that and giving me a spirit and a liberty and opportunity to move. Uh, I, I know some Somebody's probably watching online and said, boy, he's acting funny this morning. I, I don't really care. Uh, but listen to what Jesus said the real answer to this is. He said, I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him uh, because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needeth. Boy, praise God today. I'm telling you what. One time, uh, I was on a journey, and I was a lost man. I, I was on my way to hell. That's where the end of my journey was going to be at. I was going to go to a place called hell. But uh, I'm glad uh, that uh, there was a, a friend, uh, a neighbor by the road uh, that was a praying neighbor. And when I come by the grand old church, uh, the church prayed for me. And uh, the church, she said, uh, God, uh, she said, Terry Brock is lost and on the way to hell. And God, uh, we'd like to have you spread a table today that's got the living bread on it. Uh, uh, Scott, Neil, I'm glad. Uh, boy, I'm glad for what you testified last week. It stirred my heart all week long. I've got a burden for some folks that you have. And I've got a burden for others, uh, as you probably do too and others do. But I'm glad that I had a friend that was able to pray. Uh, Becky, I'm glad we got a praying church. Uh, uh, praise God today. Uh, uh, brother, uh, listen, I'm glad, Brother Russ, uh, that we've got a praying church. And uh, you know what? Uh, uh, I didn't have any living bread to give anybody, uh, but I got a friend that's got some bread. Uh, I went to him uh, in the midnight hour. Uh, well, praise God. Uh, it's dark for some people today. Uh, I'm glad, uh, Creed, uh, that we got a God uh, that can give us light in the darkness. Boy, I'm glad you're here this morning. I'm uh, blessing my heart to see you. Praise God. I'm glad we got a God. God, uh, that's able. Uh, he's not uh, deterred just because it's a dark time. Uh, Carl Atkins, uh, not just because it's in the dark of night. Uh, uh, he's able uh, to move whenever we need to move. Well, so here's what happened. Uh, when uh, that somebody's traveling and they're in darkness and they come to a spot, aren't you glad that there's a church by the side of the road? Uh, uh, Ryan, uh, aren't you glad that there's a church by the side of the road uh, that knows how to get in touch with the master that's got the bread? Uh, I'm glad we sung that last song, Mike. Uh, I'm going to end my journey one of these days. Uh, seemed like uh, once I think about it, seemed like I was just a little boy a few days ago, uh, and seemed like uh, just a few days after that, I had children and then grandchildren. Uh, and uh, sometimes, uh, sometimes uh, I think I'm getting old, but other times I don't think I am. Uh, I feel pretty young right now. Uh, I feel about as energetic as I've ever felt in my whole life. Uh, I feel like I could run a marathon. 
I praise God, I'm going to a country where I won't ever get tired. I'm going to a country, I'm telling you what, where I won't have any more problems. I won't have any more grief or any more stress, any more things to aggravate me. But right now, those things seem pretty far away from me anyway. When the Lord moves and you'll follow the Holy Spirit of God, you can put your troubles in the background. I've got to go. Let me, let me give you a few more things here. I'll take my time. Boy, somebody needs to come to the already. Let's consider this. Let's look back in the chapter before this 11th chapter, be the 10th chapter of the book of Luke. If you want to look at it, it talks about, and Jesus was telling this story in the verse 30. He said a certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho. He was on a journey. Uh, he fell among thieves and they wounded him and left him half dead. He was laying there in the ditch by the side of the road. Boy, I'm telling you what, uh, that's a troublesome spot to be on the journey. Well, now, listen to this. Uh, there were some people that passed by. There was a priest that came by. He looked at him and saw him, and he went on his way. He didn't even stop to try to help him. Uh, then there was a Levite that came by, and he saw him. He didn't even try to help him. Uh, he went on his way. The Bible said by chance he came that way. He had an opportunity to help, uh, but he went on his way. Uh, boy, that's a sad thing. I don't want to be like that priest or that Levite. But there's another fella came by. He was a good Samaritan. Uh, boy, and that's interesting uh, because in that day, the Jews didn't think much of the Samaritans, but Jesus made a point of it. It's the one that had the heart to work. That's who can do the job. The Samaritan, he came by. He stopped and he picked up that man out of the ditch and he bound up his wounds and he put in oil and wine. Now, I know the Samaritan uh, gives us a picture of Jesus, but it also gives us a picture of the church. Uh, we need to walk in the footsteps of the good Samaritan, uh, not, not the priest or the Levite. Let me make a point here. Uh, boy, I'm telling you what, uh, the friend that's able to pray and get a hold of the one that's got the bread, Sister Imogene, I'm glad that there's a church that's got some people in it that's praying and talking to the master. Now, listen <laughs> Let me take my time, get my breath. <laughs> you pray real hard. Uh, I believe today uh, that there's a lot of people that's been saved by the grace of God uh, that when the fellow traveling down the road, the man on the journey, uh, when he uh, came to the place where he needed the bread, I'm just going to put this in my words. I believe when they came uh, to that fellow's house, it was by the side of the road, I believe he had the lights turned off. Uh, you know, I, I preached just recently, ye are the light of the world, uh, a, a city that's set on a hill, a light that can't be hid. Uh, let your light so shine that others might see your good works and come in and glorify the Father. Let me tell you today, uh, we need to be able to pray. We need to be able to live for God. We need to be able to have the light shining in our house. That's the way the man that was traveling, uh, that was hungry, that's the way he found this fellow's house in the midnight hour. He had the lights on, Billy Ray. I'm glad the church had the lights on when I was walking in darkness. I'm glad. I praise God today. I'm praising his name. I praise the Lord, Johnny Buchanan, that there's a church that's got the lights on, that's on praying ground, that can ask their friend that's got the bread. And so he said, how many of you would have that happen? And listen, uh, down here, and where I went back to the, the 10th chapter back here, boy, I praise God that there was a good Samaritan that come by and picked me up. Uh, and it was God in the church uh, picked me up, bound up my wounds. I'll tell you what, uh, let me go back uh, to the 11th chapter where I was at just a little bit. I want to talk about this. Uh, this man that was here that was able to pray. And you know what he asked? He asked his friend, said, lend me three loaves. 
Lend me three loaves. Boy, it reminds me of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. That's what the living bread is. When you eat the living bread, you get the whole package. You don't just get it on the installment plan. You get it the whole dose. Boy, I'm telling you what, I got salvation. It washed my sins away, washed my soul, made me white in the blood of the Lamb. If you want that, you can have it, but you gotta move. You gotta come up to the place where the person can talk to God, and when, when the opportunity comes, you gotta move. God doesn't force salvation on anybody. God doesn't force salvation on anybody. Let me, let me go back to another scripture, uh, just to make a point. This is back if you want to get it. It's in the ninth chapter, still in the book of Luke. We're just going back chapter at a time. Back in the ninth chapter, Jesus and disciples was out on the hillside. There was a multitude following them out there. Jesus said, give them something to eat. They said, Lord, and I preached on this just two or three weeks ago, I guess. Uh, they said, Lord, a 200 penny worth of bread wouldn't be enough to feed this crowd. I explained then, I won't go into details now, but 200 penny worth, uh, a penny was what was paid for a day's labor. Different kind of penny than we got. Uh, uh, a day's labor was worth a penny. So 200 days of labor, uh, that'd be a lot, wouldn't it? Uh, if you work 200 days, I think we figured out about 10 months if you count five days a week. But listen, 200 penny worth wouldn't be enough to feed this multitude. But Jesus took five loaves and two fishes. That's little boys. And here, here's the point I want to get to. Jesus blessed and break the bread and the fishes. And he gave it to the disciples and said, now feed the folks. I, I'm glad that when uh, Jesus was handing out the bread when I was a, a lost boy, I'm glad that the church was on the job. He handed us, uh, handed the church the loaves and the fishes, and they prayed, and, and the choir sung uh, like they sung this morning, and the Lord moved like he's moving this morning, and people prayed like people are praying this morning, and, and, and I got saved. Boy, I'm telling you, uh, Brother Carl, I was teaching in Sunday school about that little block building over on Albert Street. Now, it's gone, but what happened there will live on in eternity. Uh, while the ages roll on, uh, what I got there and what Carl got there and a lot of other folks got there, uh, it'll be uh, shouting and praising God. Uh, let me uh, make a couple of uh, a real uh, clear points today. If you don't uh, want to go to hell, you got to get saved. Jesus said, except you be born again, you shall not see the kingdom of God. Listen, you gotta get saved if you wanna go to heaven. And listen, if you wanna help your people, let me preach a little more to the church this morning. If you wanna help your people, you need to come and get right. Uh, 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 well, somebody hurt my feelings. This didn't go right, that didn't go right. Uh, well, so what? Uh, we live in a world where things don't go right. Uh, but I'm telling you what, God's still God and his saving grace is still able and we still got power if we'll trust the Lord. Uh, so listen, let me, let me give you another scripture. I don't wanna preach too long. My goodness, it's just coming in waves. Uh, I'm telling you what, uh, back over here, and I looked at this too, this in the, uh, over here, and maybe in the ninth or 10th chapter of Acts. Uh, let me see, yeah, if I, it's in the ninth chapter of Acts. That's talking about where Apostle uh, Paul, he, he was called Saul back then, before he got saved. He was on the road to Damascus. You know what, he, he was on a journey. The Bible said he journeyed. Uh, he was on a rough journey, but God changed his journey, Brother Carl. A light shined from heaven. And a voice spoke to him out of heaven. I had that happen to me. I wasn't on the road to Damascus, uh, but I was on the road to hell. I was on the wrong journey. Uh, well, Jesus and Paul had a good talk. 
and the ultimate thing that happened, Paul got saved. It changed him. Paul probably, and I don't know what the devil told him, but he probably told Saul, you've been too bad, you can't get saved. You've messed up too much. He said, I was chief among the sinners, but God's grace was big enough to save the chief of sinners. God's grace is big enough to save you today. And God's grace is big enough to help you if you're out of fellowship to get in. Get your song ready. I'm, I, I'm telling you what, boy, somebody needs to move today. If, if you want to help somebody else, get right. If you want to help yourself, get right. Uh, praise God. Let's stand, church. Somebody needs to come. Now, listen. Don't let anything talk you out of coming. If you, if you want to help somebody, obey the Lord. Somebody needs to come and get saved. Somebody needs to come and get right. While we sing, sing whenever you're ready. Would you come today? Come on. Come on, folks. God knows what he's doing. God means business. Come on. Come on today. And let me tell you what, this is real personal. Don't wait on anybody else and don't let anybody else talk you out of coming when God's calling that you need to come. You need to mind the Lord and you need to get right. You need to let God help you, let God bless you this morning. Boy, we got a big God. He's able. Praise God today. Just bow right down here and pray. Just bow right down here and pray. And Linda, I'm going to ask you to come get here, get here beside of Trish and help her. Pray for her and help her. Praise God. I'll let you get right here, buddy. Father, your heart. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Praise God. If you're lost, ask God to save you. If you're out of fellowship with God, repent. Be sorry for your sins and get in. Say, God, I want to serve you again. I want to live for you. I want to do right. Boy, praise God. That's the kind of God we've got. God can take care of your problems. We hug you. Boy, praise God. Boy, I can feel you praying. Praise God. Somebody else needs to come today while they're praying right there. Would you come? Would you please come? Please come. I believe there's a host of people back here. I'm not trying to be judgmental. Jimmy, I'm really not. I'm not trying to pick on anybody or pressure anybody, but I believe with all my heart. Kenny, I believe there's people back through here, a host of them that needs to come to the altar today. And boy, I, I like it when people follow the Lord, John. That's what makes things good. Somebody needs to come. Would you come this morning? Please come. Come on. Come on. Don't die and go to hell. Get saved. Don't die and go to hell. Get saved. Boy. Help us, God. Help us, God. Help us. To keep praying. Whoever needs to come, come. Mind.
Others need to come. Come this morning. While, while, I, while they pause just a moment, we keep praying for these that cheer. And I want to say a few words, and then we'll let them sing some more. <clears throat> if you're here today, and you've got problems in your life, and they seem so complicated, and you say, oh, I just can't solve them. I've got to work on them. I've got to get them solved. I've got to take care of them. And then maybe I'll come to the altar. You've got to process backwards. Uh, you can't solve your problems. You can't fix things. You can't put things straight. You can't do it. Well, preacher, how do you know I can't do it? Because none of us can do it. God's the fixer, and he's the straightener. He's the settler. He's the savior. He's the forgiver. If you want to get things ever, if you ever want to get things right in your life, come and trust Jesus and follow him. Boy, there's some more here I've got a heavy burden for. I've got a heavy burden for these. I appreciate them coming. But I've got a heavy burden for some more. I want you to come on, come on, come on. While we sing, while they sing, please come. Let me give you a little hug, buddy. Proud of you, but. Jesus is my high tower. He's the light in the dark hour. Without him, how could I see? And he is closer than a brother. Above him, there's no other. Without him, where would I be? Oh, Jesus, what a friend is he. For he is the rock upon which I stand. He's the present help in time of
saved when I was younger, but uh, you're preaching on the journey. My journey's not been what it should be. I've Bless taken a couple wrong turns, Amen. and I just want to get back on that right path. Amen. Feel like the Lord's forgive you? Yes, man? sir. Yes, sir. And, uh, and I'll, I'll share this. Uh, I asked him, I said, Travis, you got a time and a place you can go back to you where you got saved, don't you? He said, yeah. I said, it's in Colorado, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. He went to crying. I was in Denver, Colorado, at a church called Colorado Missionary Baptist Church in Revival. And Travis comes. Oh, I can remember it like it's yesterday, and I guess you can remember it better than I can. And I, I felt confident that he'd got saved then, but I want him to say it, and he did. I feel like the Lord's forgiven this morning. And son, you want to say anything? You, well, young man, you want to say anything? Did you renew up this morning? The only thing I have to say is the Lord is living and up in heaven this morning. Amen. That's good, buddy. Amen. You can okay. Well, I appreciate that now. <clears throat> and to stay here just another second or two. Uh, you know, normally under normal circumstances, we come around, shake hands, and hug everybody. But since the coronavirus, we've changed our pattern a little bit. And uh, we just, when something happens, it's just real special. We give an applause. Let's applaud for these folks. Smooth now, would you folk? All right. They said they'd like to join this church to get baptized. Can I hear a move? We receive them as candidates for baptism. I got moves and seconds and thirds and fourths and fifths. <laughs> Everybody in favor of that, just raise your hand. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. We got some more. It's uh, candidates for baptism. We'll try to talk with everybody. And you can go back to your seat now if you want to. We'll try, but now. If you got another song? Oh, yeah. yeah maybe, maybe more than one. Uh, uh, we, we need to sing some more. And, and there's some other people who need to come to the altar. <clears throat> let, me, let me be a little bit repetitious here. I'm that way a lot. If you're here and lost, you need to come get saved. If God's stirring your heart. You know, when God calls and God talks, that means business. God knows all about it. He knows more about it than we do. You know, I remember standing in the, in the congregation when I was lost and God would be calling the devil to say, no, I can't go right now. He'd give me a reason. I'd say, I can't go right now. And God would just blow that out of the water. See, God knows everything and I just know a little bit. If you're here and you're lost and God's speaking to you and you know he's speaking to you, you need to come. Well, what about if I'm already saved? If you're already saved and, and uh, you're here and you're not where you need to be with the Lord and God's been stirring your heart, I want you to think about this. If you're saved, now let me ask you this. I'm, I'm, this, I'm serious. If you're saved, does it matter to you if anybody else gets saved or not? Do you care if the people that you love dies and goes to hell? 
Oh, preacher, you're being brutal. I'm just being point blank, uh, honest and plain as I can be. We're the light of the world. We're the ones that God uses to shine a light to the lost people. So if we're not shining the light, the Bible said if that light that's in you is darkened, how great is that darkness? How much problem are you causing? Here's the thing. I've talked to people before it's out of church and they say, well, I'm not hurting anybody. I'm not doing anything real bad. I'm not doing anything real ungodly. I'm not hurting anybody but myself. That's not so. Jesus said, he that's not for me is against me. He said, he that gathereth not with me scattereth abroad. There is no neutral zone that you can get in that doesn't help or hurt. There's no such place. You're either doing good or you're doing bad. You're either helping and encouraging people to come in or you're standing like a stumbling block in the door. Please come while they sing. Please come. Some other people need to come. Now, God will help you solve your problems, but you have to trust him and allow him to do that. Will you do that? Please come. Please come. Obey the Lord. I have a blessed assurance, and it helps me to face every storm. Amen. Boy, that's good, buddy. Proud. Come. Please come. Don't let Satan defeat you today. If you're saved and you're not where you need to be, if you'll come to the Lord, you might lead some lost person to him. Please don't miss the chance. Please don't miss the opportunity. Oh, my goodness. Come, 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 come. His mercies are new. Think about what's at stake. Think about what's on the line. Think about how big God is. And trust Him today. Trust Him today. Please trust Him. Time to come. If you go to hell, it's your own fault. I'm not trying to be rude today. Seems like God just gives me things that's just point blank. Let me say it again. If you go to hell, it's your own fault. You don't have to go to hell. Well, how preacher, how do you know? Because God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That's John 3.16. It was true then, it's true now. It'll be true in eternity. The Please trials come. of Please this come. life always show me. Let's not let pride or personal feelings or anything like that get in our way this morning. Let's let God that's be the one that guides us and leads us. Not our own personal emotions. 
Let's trust the Lord. Of Jesus, my Savior. I was very shy when I was a lost boy. I'm glad God helped me past that. I didn't have to go to hell because I was shy. God helped me through that. I come and got saved. Yeah. His mercies are new. There's never been a moment. He's not all I need. He's never made a promise that he does not keep. Amen. Amen. singing good singing and uh, God's still calling and I'm, I'm going to need another song if you fellas want to sing love and you're welcome or choir can <clears throat> but let me say again and I'm not trying to drag the service or uh, put you in a bad spot <clears throat> excuse me but as long as God's calling we need to take advantage of the opportunity as long as the one with the bread is saying to the church here here's the bread offer it to these folks God said, I'm the one sending it. You can have as much as you want. <clears throat> See, the, the good neighbor by the wayside that prayed, he said, can you loan me three loaves? Well, the friend with the bread said, got much as you need. Got much, have all you need. Never runs out. If a hundred people get saved, they'd still be plenty of bread. If a million people got saved, they'd still be plenty of bread. So listen, if you're here, and you're lost, and you feel just a touch of God's Spirit. Come. The night I got saved, it didn't seem like I felt the power of God's call quite as strong as I had a month before. But he was still there, and he was still I use this illustration. If I'm off through the house somewhere and Linda hollers for me, I know her voice. But if I just hear a whisper, I still know her voice, and I go see what she wants. If God's calling like a sound of a mighty rushing wind, or if he's speaking in a still, small voice, it's still God, and we still need to obey the master. If you're lost, you need to come and get saved. If you're here and saved, let me ask you a question. <clears throat> Do a little personal inventory. Have I been living for the Lord? Have I been letting my light shine? Am I a person that's involved in asking Jesus for bread to those that are hungry, and lost and on their way to hell. Have I been involved in that? Am I part of that? Well, if you're saved and you're not part of that, you're in a bad spot and you're doing a bad thing. You don't have to rob a bank to be out of fellowship with God. You don't have to be a bad person to be out of fellowship with God. A lot of good folks can be out of fellowship with God. And whether I was a good folk or not, I've been out of fellowship with God plenty of times. So and let me, let me make, make this. You might be here and know you're saved and there's something that's already uh, join for baptism and we've had others you know in the past couple or three weeks that's joined for baptism might be somebody else here that's saved and needs to join church for baptism or if you need to you know join by letter from a sister church that door's open too whatever you need to do today do it while she sings I had a request to sing this song <coughs> so please pray Listen, for me pray church folks come <coughs> please come 
Please come. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Life is easy. Oh, listen. When you're up on the mountain. I've experienced that, haven't you? And you've got peace of mind. When things are going good. Bless the Lord. Come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. Bless the Lord. Praise this young man. Praise this young man. Oh, I'm, I'm proud he come. I'm proud he come. Now, there's so many others need to come. So many. I don't know if I ever saw a time. Logan, there's so many need to come. So many. And I, I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad God's calling it. I'm glad I've got a burden. But I, I want to see you come. Please come. Obey the Lord. Please come. Boy, it's time to move. Time to get in. Time to get saved. Rededicate. Time to do something. Time to do something. Time to do something. Do something. Obey the Lord. Listen. You're upon the Praise the name of God. Oh, Obey the Lord. Talk comes so easy. When life's at its best. Yeah, listen. Why would you stay in sadness and darkness when you could be in happiness and light? I did that for a while. It didn't make sense for me either. But it doesn't make sense for you either. Come, come, come. Please come. My goodness. sing another song and we appreciate Joe coming and thank the Lord for him we'll let him speak in a minute but I asked her if she'd sing I spent some time with God I'm glad of the time I spent with God and if you're here and you're needing to do something let me let me make this invitation if you're here and things are just wrestling inside of you and uh, I'm telling you it's just, it's just turmoil to you and you need to do something but you just haven't come to the point to come and pray 
if you do this, make this start. See, everything has to have a start to it. Maybe this could be your start. While she sings this song, if you just come and shake hands, not that I'm anything special, but just as a signification, just come shake hands with me, go right on back to your seat if you feel like it. Saying by that action, you don't even have to say a verbal word, but saying by that action, pray for me, there's a need in my life. Are you willing to admit there's a spiritual need in your life? Why wouldn't you admit that if there is? That's, boy, that's just the start of getting right. Do you want to be right? While she sings this song, whatever you need to do, please do it. But that invitation we've added, come and give your hand, saying by that, pray for me. Listen to this song. <coughs> have you ever spent any time with God? I'm glad we have, ain't you? Well, I'm glad of the time we spend with God. Praise God. I'm glad of this time this morning we're spending with God. Well, where's God? He's in the soul of God's people. He's in the heart of the church. If you will let God have his way in your life, he can settle a lot of things that seems unsettled. Give it to him. Trust him. Obey him. Would you come today? Please come. Listen. Would you come? Please come. Please obey the Lord. Trust the Master. Listen, that's, that's my testimony. Yeah. See, on that journey, on that long highway, sin was blinding, sin was blinding my eyes. eyes. Ever been there and done that? Then I came Listen. to a crossroad. Praise God. I came to a crossroad. I know not how. I can't explain it all together, but it happened. My heart became yeah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. In that time yeah. with God, I spin on my knees. He gave me joy and happiness. Amen. Praise God. I'm glad that happened to me. And you. Glad it's happened to us. Amen. Thankful for those songs. But say whatever's on your heart. Um, I just haven't been doing what the Lord has called me to do. And I've been trying to. I, I kept praying to find a new job, and I've been getting so many emails for new jobs, so I'll be leaving my old job. Bless your heart. Glad you come. Let's clap for it this morning. Appreciate you, buddy.
thank the Lord for you. All right, anybody got anything on your heart, anything you need to say or do? Follow the Lord. I, I praise God for the folks that's prayed and moved and, and uh, blessed this service. See, when people praise and they move and they follow the Lord, it gives power to the service. And I praise God and I thank God for the people that have come and acknowledged God and obeyed him from their heart and come to the altar and prayed and got things fixed up between them and the Lord. Praise the Lord. That's wonderful. Okay. testimony and I, it makes a great point and I thank God for you and that you are here and that you follow the Lord that's good that's a good testimony even when things hinder us we trust the Lord just keep on going God will bless us someone else amen 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 Amen. Amen. Well, I appreciate you mentioning that. And don't know why I didn't tie that in, but that scripture that I read opening up is the next scripture in the 11th chapter of Luke after those that I read and preached on this morning. It ties right to it. Let me read it again. I appreciate uh, Sean saying that. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needeth. I, I could have elaborated more on that, but uh, uh, boy, I'm glad we got a God that does what needs done. Now, somebody else. Amen. Thank the Lord. Billy Ray said, thank the Lord that Sister Lois is back there, and I'll say amen to that. Thank the Lord. Anybody else got anything? Before we turn over to the announcements. Just. I believe Bindi wrote or Bindi's grandmother wrote. Yeah. And uh, the part of that sticks out to me was uh, that we want to feel God's spirit. You got to be around God's feet. Uh, yeah, man. That's what happened today. Uh, yeah. Everybody yeah. was praying together. Right. God bless. Amen. Right. That's good, Brother Mike. Well, I appreciate that. All right, just be seated for a moment. Won't take long. There's a bridal shower for Kelsey Martin. That's next Sunday, April the 25th. It'll be right after church in the fellowship hall. She is registered at Bed Bath and Beyond, Amazon, and Target. And you can RSVP to Ann or Kelsey. Um, and so uh, 
I think it's actually past the date to RSVP, but we'll uh, take this to the back and put it on the board back there. It does have a number, uh, so uh, I'm sure they would still appreciate it if you would get uh, word to them if you can come. Just wanted to remind everyone that we have uh, the men's Bible study uh, Mondays at 7 p.m. That's on Zoom. Uh, and it usually only lasts about an hour to an hour and a half. Uh, and we have uh, a bunch of, a wide variety of different people who join. So uh, if you're interested in that, just let me know and I can get you the link. And I believe my wife is having Pray the Halls out in the fellowship hall as usual. All right, let me just remind you briefly how we've been doing things. And got a great crowd this morning. Thank God for you. And we've got our uh, deacon brothers and our ushers at the back. And uh, once we uh, get to a point to have a closing prayer, uh, just kind of stay where you're at till they come to you row by row. They'll release the congregation a row at a time from the back. And that way we have a chance to get out without a big crowd, a big rush getting in the foyer together. And uh, also... Uh, the deacons are setting the offering plates out there instead of passing the offering plate around. Probably makes it a lot safer for everybody just sitting in the back there and whatever you want to put in the offering, when you go by, you just put it in just to whatever you feel like. And so I want to say again, I mean this right out of the depths of my heart. I appreciate every person that's here this morning. Thank God for this service this morning. Pray much. If you can, come back tonight at 6 o'clock. There's some people that I believe... It's just right at the verge of moving and getting saved. And, uh, uh, boy, I'm praying. I know the church is praying. Let's keep praying. Let's take it to the Lord. Everybody come back at can. Come back tonight. Come back Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. Next Sunday morning, come back. And uh, anything else before we close? Okay, if not, let's all stand. We'll ask Brother Russ to pray dismissal. Amen.